0: What you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you, when you an in the apartment. and you had bad dreams. Get in the, in the apartment. Hey, hey, in Hey, get over here. You in a white shirt. Rule. So why are you acting like a bloody fool? If you get back, get in bad boys, one second, man. Bad boys, bad boys. what you gonna do?
1: Okay, welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Oh, I feel like death. (laughs) I drank too much yesterday, and
2: uh, I always do my best to hydrate, and I apparently did not because I woke up feeling like crap. So uh, I've been sitting here eating carrots and ice cream and chugging water, and I am here to talk about the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've um, been better, but I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there.
1: Yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, last week, obviously I wasn't feeling great. Uh, so you did the episode solo. I was, uh, recovering from emergency wisdom tooth surgery, which was super fucking fun. Um, I, you know, I had gotten my other one done like 10 years ago and for, you know, I didn't, my other one was my left one was fine at the time. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Leave it. You know, I'm not going to put myself through that pain on both sides of my mouth but i kind of wish i had just gotten it over with back then because yeah uh, it's really like you want to do all four at once
2: because it's like not a thing you want to (laughs) repeat
1: yeah fucking blue um but yeah so now i I can actually talk and and you know chew solid foods again (laughs) to some extent uh i'm not you know about to munch on any pretzels but for the next couple weeks but i I, i'm back to to mostly normal so um yeah, we're we're back rolling. Uh you know, we had talked about uh scheduling wise, you know, it for for a little while at least until you know politics really heats up. Just so we're not, you know, scrambling for things to talk about each week. We're going to kind of alternate every other week where we're going to do the political cast one week and then the next week we'll do a movie review and then the next week political cast, you know, every other week basically. But we'll have something every week uh to put out uh for you guys, so uh going forward for a little bit that's going to be our plan um the next episode of the movie review next week uh we'll be doing back to the future 2 uh so if you listen to our first back to the future cast uh you know look forward to that check that out next week um yes yeah, so <laughs> uh so we know, do have I, some politics to talk about now d- yeah, finally yeah just 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 a little little minor story that you know broke yesterday that we should probably mention um <sighs> We, th- well, I, You know, I part of me knew that we would never be done with her or rid of her, but, uh, you know, it was really nice for the five, six months, however long it's been to not have to just constantly be bl- like just blitzed with an insufferable amount of abuse and nonsense from her fucking Twitter followers. But of course, uh, you know, that's all done with now because yesterday Joe Biden announced his vice president. Uh, vice presidential running mate is going to be Kamala Harris. And, uh, yeah. It, it, like, it, it's just, it's so fucking, like, of all the people he could have picked and all the people he was, you know, basically forcing to parade out in front of him, um, and, you know, go on TV and talk about how he's totally not a rapist and, like, all this shit. Which, you know, by the way, I don't know if anyone's done a wellness check on Stacey Abrams, but, uh, Like, has anyone ever debased themselves more to get absolutely fucking nothing in return than Stacey Abrams over the last three, four months? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's it's really... I would say
2: Liz Warren. No, no, that's
1: that's true. That's the one who's done more to debase herself than than Stacey Abrams. But, uh, yeah, no, I really hope it was worth it, Liz. You, 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 uh, You stabbed your fucking only friend in politics in the back. Guy who fucking helped start your political career, who's done nothing but support you. Uh, in exchange for maybe being a running mate, you know, I mean, we we talked about, obviously, months ago, her fucking campaign was dead after New Hampshire, uh, and she had no reason to stay in the race, yet she decided to stay in the race after uh, Obama called all the centrists and told them to leave the race, and she knew that she would just be acting as a spoiler for Bernie Sanders, and we probably would be talking about how Bernie Sanders is the nominee right now. She had dropped out before Super Tuesday, but of course she didn't. And in exchange, she got fucking nothing. She's not going mean, to... If, if people are fucking marks enough to think that she's going to get like a treasury secretary spot in a Biden administration, I mean, I don't know what the fucking... T- I don't know how you tie your shoes in the morning if you believe that, like genuinely. I, I it's It's so laughable considering who Biden is and who this cabinet he's assembling around him is, and the fact that they're inviting people like fucking John Kasich to speak at the DNC. It, it's like, like what planet do you live on? Do you think that, that you think that?
2: I think it's consistent with how terrible Biden's instincts are. You know, I mean, the, there's a reason you don't pick a VP. Uh, you know, you don't pick your, your running mate from the pool of people that just lost the, in the primary. Right. And I, you know, I, I even forgot this, but I was like, didn't Kamala come in like fifth or sixth in her own home state? And then I looked it up and it was like, no. no Kamala Harris did so bad in the polls. And fundraising, she dropped out on December 3rd, 2019, exactly two months to the day before the Iowa primary. That's how unpopular Kamala Harris is. Okay, yeah, and, and just so, as
1: a reminder, she was polling fourth in her home state at the time she dropped out. In the, in the state where right. she's a sitting U.S. senator, she was polling fourth. So even the people in her fucking state know that she's <sighs> awful. Like, <laughs> And
2: we'd been predicting this. For so fucking long, I remember when we, <clears throat> pardon me, one of the last times we had uh, had Pat on, he was talking about that, being a Californian, um, just how deeply unpopular she is there uh, as, as, you know, first an attorney general and then as a senator. You know, and, and it's, it's like they, they, you know, they're already... Politico and the hit, like all the fucking think pieces about, oh, how great Kamala Harris is for the ticket. They don't fucking know what they're talking about. They're just like, oh, we've got, it's, she's the black Hillary Clinton. That's all they see. That's all they care about. They think, oh, on paper, she's perfect. Yes, on paper, because you're, you, she checks off all the boxes for your West Wing fan fiction, right? That's it. Like they don't, they don't know about Kamala Harris locking up people who were innocent. They don't know about Kamala Harris sending letters out to parents threatening to put him in jail for their kids being truant and then going and doing a speech and laughing about it. Why would they? Like, you can't even find those videos now. Like, I did a search for this, this clip we wanted to play, <clears throat> and I couldn't find it. I had to search. I searched for 25 minutes trying to find this clip, of Kamala Harris mocking teachers for wanting to defund prisons and defund police and build more schools, mocking them for that. It took me 25 minutes to find this video clip because Google, who is a massive donor to the Democratic Party, completely rigs their search results, completely rigs them.
1: Yeah yeah well let me let me play that clip actually and and because i I do want to remind people who Kamala Harris is before she was you know on such a national you know stage uh, you know as she is currently uh the shit that she would say openly in, in in you know conversations and speeches so here let's play that audio
3: for people who um who are progressive thinking and liberal minded or just progressive thinking in terms of just fix it, fix it is that We all have these posters in our closet that is attached to a stick that we sometimes will cart out when we're talking about criminal justice policy and those statistics that you first heard when we opened it up, incarceration. And we run around with these signs, Build more schools, less jails. Build more schools, less jails. And we walk around everywhere. Build more schools. We protest. Build more schools, less jails. Put money into education, not prisons. There's a fundamental problem with that approach, in my opinion, and it's this. I agree with that conceptually, but you have not addressed the reason I have three padlocks on my front door. So part of the discussion about reform of criminal justice policy has to be an acknowledgement
1: Ugh. And you know that clip's not even as effective as when you see the clip where she's doing like the mocking fucking hand gestures and Martin, like the, just showing the absolute disdain that she has for anybody who has, you know, any any principles or morals whatsoever when it comes to policing. But I, I well, just, it, the,
2: her yeah. her comment um, that the people who want to have less funding for police and prisons and more funding for schools that those people aren't addressing the fundamentals of why she has three locks on her door. No, that's that's directly what they're addressing. They're addressing from whence comes crime, right? People commit crimes when they're all out of other options and they're trying to survive. Now, I mean, there's higher organized crime, right? But how do people sure, get, get not, initially involved? in That's not it? why she has three locks on her door. <laughs> Right, but that's that's where it starts though. Like how does how does a young person initially start getting involved in crime? Right? It's because the community has failed them, it's because the cities failed them, it's because the government has failed them, right? And yep. they don't have any other options. So some somebody comes along and says, Hey, let's let's go do some crimes and we'll have some like we'll have money. That young person's gonna go, Okay, this is an option. I'm I'm all out of options. I'm willing to start taking these risks and breaking the law. Right? Well, how did that how do we get to that point? Right? You're not gonna solve that problem by hiring more armed troops and putting them on the streets to, to try to stop that kid and put him in jail. You're gonna stop it by making sure that you massively overfund education. Right? You massively overfund social services, that you make sure that kid's got health care, that, you know, that if he goes to work somewhere, that that kid's going to make a living wage and can afford to live somewhere. And if they have kids, they can pay for their kids too. Right? Like this, the system is fucking broke because it was designed to be broke. It's designed to. Have austerity funding, you know, where we're gonna, you know, spend billions of dollars giving out welfare to build more sports stadiums while we're closing schools at the same time, right? And then we go, oh, well, we gotta have all, all this crime and all these poor people keep looting. We gotta hire more cops and put them all in jail. It's a fucking system that's designed to be broken. It's designed to be broken.
1: Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> You know, I just imagine her poor Marxist professor father just sitting there and watching this shit and like shaking his head in shame because he could fucking explain to her pretty succinctly what the problem is. Number one, uh, there's way too much fucking policing. And as you were alluding to, you know, the policing, uh, you send a kid to jail for, for two years, it ruins his life like because he can't get a job. You know, he can't get an education. Like it, it just fucks your fucking life up. And we're we're sending ki- people to jail, you know, overwhelmingly black and brown kids, for the the stupidest, most minor offenses and things that shouldn't be illegal, like fucking drugs and things like that. And yeah, no, that yes, exactly. Build more fucking schools and less jails because when you build jails, you need to fill them, especially in this fucking fucked up country where we allow. For-profit prisons. Yeah, uh, how do you think they make a profit? They don't make a profit by sitting empty. Yeah, they make a profit by well, fucking it, filling them with people.
2: And, and we don't even need to do,
1: necessarily build more schools. Uh, we just need to hire more no, teachers. No. <laughs> yes, give more <laughs> like, money to the schools that exist that yeah. you haven't fucking funded properly in you know five decades.
2: Right, and and this is you know when it's I think people that don't have a lens on education uh, they just don't understand. Like when you're a teacher. And, you, and you've and you got you know a classroom of 35 kids, you can't help them. You can't teach them because there's too many. You can't address the individual needs of each student, right? And obviously the kids that are going to drop out and resort to crime are kids that are going to possibly have very specific needs in education. And you can't have a one-size-fits-all uh, no, model not. of educating kids like that who – are coming up with, you know, especially in, you know, when there's a lot of poverty, um, you know, potentially abuse in the family, like the the teacher's got to, you know, see those things and work with the kid and figure out how to reach them. And they can't do that if they don't have the time to sit down with each student individually and work with them. Right. that so that, that's one of the, one of the biggest things that CTU here in Chicago has been fighting for is a class size cap of 20 students, right? And our mayor, our Democratic mayor, Lori Lightfoot, refuses, refuses that, right? Our mayor didn't even want to have a nurse and a librarian in every school in this city. A city of 2.7 million with 12,000 cops can't put a nurse and a librarian in every school. Fucking bullshit. Bullshit.
1: Which, which I, and I hear that like, you know, in modern times and I, I'm, it, it when I first heard that it kind of flabbergasted me because I was like, you know, and I've grown up in, you know, fairly affluent areas and fairly poor areas. Like when I went to New Rochelle, uh, you know, in, in high school and I went to middle school there and it's not a fucking rich area and it's a very, um, over police community, but we still had a librarian and a nurse, in, in every school that I was in. So I, it's like, it's amazing the shit that like the capitalists will, will cut to not have to cut, you know, or to not have to raise taxes on, on the wealthy people living in those in those counties and in those municipalities. Uh, they cut the most essential shit like that, like arts, you know, like just, it, it's fucking insane to me the, the level of, of degradation we've allowed in our school systems because of, you know, fucking ghouls running our economy and running our our cities and towns for decades now. Um but, yeah, but
2: yeah, I mean the the arts are like the f- the first thing. Yeah, they, always they, the first thing. Always the first thing. The the um uh the series uh strangers with, with candy. Did mm-hmm. you ever watch that show back in the day with No, uh, no. I've... It wasn't the first show Stephen Colbert was on, but it was one of the first shows with Amy Sedaris. It's fucking hilarious. It was uh, like a, such a great Indictment of like what's wrong with public school, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, the the art teacher quits at some point, and the and he's like, "Good luck replacing me." And the principal's like, "I'll just get the I'll get like the substitute bus teacher to teach our class," <laughs> 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 and like laughs about it. <laughs> so it's just like you get this the the idea of what the administration thinks of like mm-hmm. what art really like anyone can teach a fucking art class. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that was—I mean—the the same thing happened. My my mother was an art teacher, and they had—you uh, know—their union had contract negotiations, and you know the the city was trying to bust the union basically, and said either you all take a pay cut, or we're eliminating like eighty positions, 80, 80 teachers' jobs, right. right? And I think almost all of them were music or arts teachers, mm-hmm. right? So it was like, oh, we'll we'll just have We'll have uh, one art teacher that will hop from school to school to school on different days. And that's good enough for kids. But we're not going to have any dedicated art teachers just in one school anymore. And the union leadership went along with that. And I was appalled when I heard that. Yeah, that's gross. I was like, that's really gross. I was like, if you're not going to go on strike for that, what the
1: fuck would you strike for? Like, come on it's i mean it just shows you the kind of values that the people that that are you know sitting in the administration have because they're all soulless fucking vampires who've never you know engaged on any kind of meaningful level with art in their life and you know art is really right. a great way to understand struggle and for, you know for the people that rise to levels of power even in even in unions like you know people that rise to the kind of boards of these unions it's like they're all you know generally pre-privileged people Especially in the bigger, you know, like we talk about like the national level, you know, union boards and shit. It's like, it, it's just really, it's it's disheartening to see, but it, it just shows you the kind of shit that they prioritize, you know, and, and value over actual, you know. And, and you look at the, the kinds of,
2: the kinds of creative learning that arts and music provides for kids, especially that are disadvantaged, there is so much research on this i i don't have any even in front of me but it's just you know for kids that have learning disabilities arts are the key to unlocking them right it is so often the thing that you know they're they're not excelling at reading they're not excelling at math right they're not excelling at any kind of science right but you mm-hmm. teach them how to play an instrument or you give them a canvas or you know, sculpture, something that they can get into, and suddenly they, you've got them. You've got, you start building their confidence. You start, you know, just the, the way the brain works, Like right? Once you give a kid something creative to do, it's like the neurons just start fucking exploding in their head, right? And you start, yeah. over time, developing those neural pathways. You create a more intelligent, creative human being, Right, and when you do that, they're less likely to want
1: to go commit crimes, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, yeah. Kamala Harris, fuck off. Yeah, I mean, she's just a complete soulless ghoul. You know, I mean, we've we've gone over her record ad nauseum, but you know, just as Attorney General, she failed to prosecute Steve Mnuchin when he was committing fraud as a as the business model as the head of One West Bank, and you know, her even her fucking staff was like begging her to go after him, and she wouldn't. Uh, and she received a later received a, contra- a campaign contribution from Steve Mnuchin. So who, who yeah, by, by the way, who if people don't know is our current treasury secretary under the Trump administration. So, you know, good news for him is he gets to stay on if, 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 if Biden wins because, uh, Kamala Harris is apparently BFFs with him, uh, doesn't really have an issue with him and his, his style. Uh, it just, you know, it goes on and on, you know, she, put uh trans women in men's prisons she's just she's been an enemy of any kind of remotely left or progressive uh, cause her entire career and the idea now that like some idiots are trying to sell that like this is biden like you know olive branch to 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 the left wing of the party is fucking hilarious and you know obviously most of us have fled that party a long time ago but even the left wing of the democratic party the people who are still uh somehow thinking that you know we're gonna be able to to uh, you know pull off some kind of an electoral electoral shift in the democratic party of any meaningful you know size even there you know they're not gonna buy this shit like nobody's this fucking stupid um you know, and, and so it's just I'm really not looking forward to the next fucking three months, however long it is till the election, September. So yeah, uh, three months where we're just gonna have to deal with fucking idiots doing the same shit that they did to us in 2016, on top of her extremely abusive, extremely toxic fan base, maybe the most toxic fan base on all of Twitter, including Trump supporters. <laughs> um, just just constantly trying to heap abuse and you know, vitriol on anyone who dares to speak ill of their fucking, you know, their cop queen.
2: Yeah, no, it's, and it's, you know, the the people that backed Hillary definitely split amongst all their favorite neoliberal candidates. You know, you had Beto O'Rourke, Elizabeth Warren, Mike Bloomberg, and uh, Pete Booty Jagoff, or whatever his actual fucking name is. Uh, I still have never learned how to say it or spell it, (laughs) but they have, you know, obviously now all coalesced. They are all now the K hive. Right. And man, I, I don't even remember what the thread was. I commented on last night, but I got fucking swarms. Right. And these are people that'll just fucking like mass report your tweets to try to get you blocked or banned on Twitter. Right. or get your account suspended essentially just because they don't like what you say not because you violated terms of service or insulted them or those people vulgarity. need fucking
1: serious help like professional help it the remember the fucking that Dane Weeks fucking psycho who like literally bought a, a, a one of those like trucks with like the ads on the sides of them to like oh, yeah. ride around like an anti Bernie Sanders like tr- like he's a fucking like I, I seriously think that Bernie Sanders needs a restraining order against him because he's got major you know like shooter guy,
2: vibes like yeah that guy's like a huge homophobe too um yeah well that's
1: that's the other thing but he, he's like them. one of
2: these people that'll get his account back uh by lying to somebody who he knows that works at twitter or some mm-hmm. other celebrity will like help him get his account back that's how um oh god what's her name
1: candace
2: yeah yeah she candace got some like d-list celebrities that she lied to about why she got banned to like contact Twitter HQ to get mm-hmm. her account back,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's 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 just fucking. It's uh, yeah. I'm not prepared for the for the next three months of this garbage. Like that's why I'm just like, uh, I need I need small mental breaks from dealing with these fucking these fucking ghouls. So i um, have um, had enough of a break.
2: I'm I'm. Kind of, I mean, I've I've been out in the streets for the last few months, and that's been fun, and I I've been documenting that uh, on my blog at Riot Chicago <laughs> Tumblr. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of ready to start tearing these fucking assholes up. Like, I've yeah. had enough time to kind of come back to it and be like, you know what? Fuck these people. <laughs> this is yeah. just the fucking worst. Oh yeah, and then this is um article from i'm gonna pull this up here uh article from the hill dated 4-3-2019 uh kamala harris i believe biden's accusers
1: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding uh lols <laughs> please say psych <laughs> yeah right Yeah, by the way, I love how that's just totally gone out the fucking window. Nobody outside of like the you know the left on Twitter ever talks about that anymore, and that's just become a complete non-story. And they and and the funniest thing is that these fucking monsters—they act like Tara Reid's been discredited or debunked, and they've literally done no such thing. They've basically mocked her for being poor and having to move a lot and having bad interactions with landlords because she's you know struggled to to survive and, and somehow that that's like some kind of a negative stain on her credibility. But to these fucking people, it is like, that's, that's what like the business class and the professional class liberals that, you know, uh, fucking populate the democratic party really think of poor people. So like to that, to them, that is like, Oh, well, obviously she's not credible. Look, she can't even fucking keep an apartment. Like, you know, it, meanwhile she's had to move multiple times because of death threats and it's just like a non-story and it's fucking just one of another a thousand reasons why i wouldn't even consider voting for joe biden i mean you know not that i needed a reason not to but obviously kamala harris is his running mate uh just further cemented my my you know my yeah. will to not do that but oh yeah
2: yeah i mean these people on twitter you know referring to terry they're just like well it's been proven to be false and i'm like do you know that that's what, not true? true? Like, <laughs> oh, you oh know great. That... So,
1: why don't you link me some of the proof that you're, that you're referring to?
2: Well, I mean, to be proven false, it has to be adjudicated in a court of law, which it sure, hasn't been yeah. done. And they're like, well, has, why is not she taken it to court? I'm like, gee, I wonder. <laughs> like, l- let's let's look at what's already been done to her, just in the the court of public opinion, yeah. because they hate Trump so much, that they're willing to excuse this other rapist, right? Well, tr- yeah. if, you know, if, if, and these fucking crazy Karens saying shit like, well, you know, even if Biden sexually assaulted me, I'd still vote for him. No, you wouldn't. If you did, you'd be insane <laughs> to say something like that. And yeah. and to, to say that, like, you'd be willing to be sexually assaulted by someone just to get rid of Trump. Why are you opposed to Trump then? What what, is what, it about what, what, is, what
1: what is your opposition outside of your fucking mental <laughs> disorder of of like, I need to get rid of Trump. I, he makes he makes me so upset that I, I could care less. I literally saw somebody on Twitter the other day, uh, white guy, of course, say like, you know, Joe Biden could be running with Hitler. And I, you know, it, it still would be better than Trump. And I'm like, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this is real. But no, <laughs> if you actually look through his Twitter history, it was a, oh. yeah, a real sentiment.
2: Yeah, it's you know, and and then it, you know, it's like the the cringe boomer memes there's like a, a there's a whole account of like the worst boomer memes and some of them are conservative but a lot of them are just like straight up liberal. And they're just it's the derangement. I don't understand it. Like I'm personally disgusted by Donald Trump. He disgusts me. And that's why I don't want to think about him or look at him, right? And you see these people just posting memes of him over and over and over. And it's like, you, you must love this guy. You must, like, deep down, there's like a weird perverse thing where you love him or are jealous of him or something. To, to hate someone and want to spend that much time thinking about them, there's mm-hmm. something there you like, there has to be something you like right and and that yeah. that conflict of like liking and not liking somebody causes the obsession where your brain just like it's it's the, you ever heard of unwanted thought syndrome
1: oh yeah where you, so, yeah. you
2: can't stop thinking about a thing that you don't want to think about and it drives mm-hmm. you fucking crazy i think that's like there's something to it there's something <laughs> oh, to it oh for that. sure
1: well and it's it's the classic you know d- thou doth protest too much it's it's they you know people that are that obsessed with trump but like refuse to look at the system around trump or the conditions that gave us trump they're just they they get so obs- like we we i think we have a healthy relationship with trump where we can't stand him think he's a piece of garbage but also can laugh when he says something genuinely funny and and i think when like he's he's Oftentimes, funny when he doesn't mean to be, like you know, like we talked about when he, after he, you know, tear gassed the protesters to go do that photo op in front of the church, and he holds up the Bible, and the reporter goes, "Is that your Bible?" And he just goes, "It's a Bible," <laughs> like he doesn't say it's my Bible; he just goes, "It's a Bible." And um, some of that
2: shit, you don't know if he's, like you said, intending to be funny or not, but it's just like you
1: can't. How can you not laugh at this? It's it's like. <laughs> The most because he's 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 a fucking clown, he's a moron, and I think we can have a healthy distance from it where we say, yeah, of course we would never support him or any of his policies it, it, yeah right like
2: it's i've been I've been saying this since before he was elected it, it's I am convinced Andy Kaufman is alive playing Tony <laughs> Clifton playing Donald Trump <laughs> playing Donald like Trump, inside yeah. Donald Trump is Andy Kaufman masked up as as tony clifton and that's like literally <laughs> so these moments i'm just like this is i'm watching tony clifton without a mustache that's what this fucking is <laughs> right and if you don't know who the fuck i'm talking about you're too young and don't listen to our show actually just go google yep. it and keep listening to our show and tweet our show out
1: we really should you, you still haven't seen men on the moon right i should really review I don't that. remember if i've watched
2: it i feel like i like might have watched it really late you know, and like yeah. dozed off in the middle or something. Like it's really good, really, really good. Uh, um, yeah. No, I remember. Um, I remember watching. What was it I watched? It was the 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 documentary
1: about. Oh, the on set documentary about yeah. him just like terrorizing everybody's singing uh, character.
2: What an asshole Jim Carrey was on set, <laughs> where they were like, dude, you know this is, you know, like Amy Kaufman didn't act like this in real life like he performed that way and in real life he was really fucking nice to people and right now mm-hmm. you're you're pretending to be him being an asshole and like could you please not do that and he, like Jim Carrey didn't get it he's like this is just a, it's like a, a a fun thing I get to pretend to be Andy Kaufman being an asshole to people off camera and like everybody hated it everyone fucking hated yeah. it and yeah I don't like dislike Jim Carrey necessarily but I was
1: like why would he do that is he not He's I mean he's he's a little insane. Like and that I think that lends to like why he gives such good performances and dramatic roles, you know, f- like eternal sunshine eternal sunshine, shit like that. But don't forget Cat in the got- Hat.
2: Oh wait, no, that was uh <laughs> that was Mike um Michael Myers. Myers. Michael no, he, Myers. he was the Grinch. He was the Grinch. He was the Grinch. He was, in my brain. Look, it we got can't hold crossed. everything again.
1: <laughs> we can't hold late career Jim Carrey <laughs> against early career Jim Carrey. Uh, <laughs> um But no, it's 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 a tremendous movie, one of Milo's Milo's Forman's uh, great films. Uh, You know, definitely uh, worth a watch. Yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe we'll talk about that one day. Um, But yeah, so who are we even talking about? Oh yeah, Trump. No, but I I genuinely think that like it upsets them that they that they find him amusing. And, And but see, the funny thing is, like, I can look at that and say, like, I know why he appeals to somebody who's not political or who doesn't follow this or who has the idea of, like, oh, well, everything's corrupt and both parties are full of shit, which is true. But, like, you know, those people don't necessarily do the next logical research to figure out why both parties are corrupt and why our system is as fucked up as it is. But when you know that, and as a, you know, breathing adult with a pulse, you you, you pretty much have to know that. Um, he Someone like him who actually does kind of, you know... Uh, Thumb his eye at the at the reverence and and stuffiness of and stupidity of our political system is appealing, and I that's his appeal to people like that, you know, who, who who fucking follow him. So I think there's there's a sense of like, well, he's not doing it right. He's cheating. He's not doing it the way you're supposed to do it. And I think that doubly kind of fucking makes them nuts. Um, right. I, I, I well, they yeah. they
2: they want to feel good about imperialism, right? Obama made them feel good about bombing brown people in seven different countries, right? They didn't have to feel bad about it. Now, they used to be anti-war, but being anti-war doesn't feel good because you're mad about all the war, right? But what if somebody could make you feel good about it so you don't have to feel sad? And that's what Obama did, and that's what these liberals want back. They don't want to stop wars— They don't want to take care of poor people. They just want to feel good about their own apathy, right? And that's the thing with Trump is that he doesn't let them feel good because they have to think about things that we've always been doing and they don't feel good about them, right? So instead of, you know, going out in the streets and protesting, they go on Twitter and they go on Facebook and they share memes from Occupy Democrats, right? And that's, that's the extent of what they do, right? And then they, you know,
1: also call millennials lazy and Zubers lazy and, you know. Well, well, that's the thing is that they are they are conservatives. They just, they refuse to admit it. They're having an identity crisis. They, they share many of the views and beliefs of, of boomer conservatives. They just refuse to admit that they're among them, you know? Like, they, they, right. they, they think that they're super far left, you know, well, but... They have it, an ent- you, entire
2: news network telling them, how virtuous they are and how different they are than the right and when you bring up things like the, you know the coup in Bolivia they're they're all like oh, I totally support that like do you know why you support that no you don't know why like this is a right wing trump backed coup <laughs> well joe biden supports it so why so
1: obviously it's the right thing to do clearly
2: you know? clearly Kamala Harris uh, champion of Who's in South America, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is like, you know, you look at the policies, and as bad as Trump is, like, look at the foreign policy. I mean, we're always going to be trying to topple left wing governments in, in Latin America, but would Joe Biden uh, just on a whim fly out to North Korea and end the war? No. 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 no.
1: Joe Biden attacked Trump a couple of weeks ago, attacked Trump from the right. On Venezuela, he attacked him for being cozy with the quote-unquote dictator Nicolas Maduro yeah. and not wanting to overthrow that. Like Joe Biden is a fucking bloodthirsty psychopath who would love to invade and and topple any government that's remotely center-left or left-wing, uh, with no qualms about it whatsoever. Like Joe Biden, it, it's insane to me that Joe Biden his goal is to just constantly attack Trump from the right, and now Trump. Like he did in 2016, like he's going to fucking do again and probably win again because the fucking idiots that run Biden's campaign couldn't foresee this apparently is attacking Biden from the left. He's attacking him from the left on criminal justice because Joe Biden fucking wrote and architected the 1994 crime bill, which is, you know, the reason why we have so much mass incarceration today. And pick Kamala Harris as his running mate who fucking locked up thousands of black and brown people and was a fucking prosecutor, and, you know, a super tough on crime prosecutor. It's, it, it, you know, and that's something we didn't even mention. The fucking tone deafness, and i we've mentioned it before, but just, you know, just to reiterate the tone deafness of at a time where Americans have been protesting in the streets for three plus months. Uh, uh you know protesting police brutality and talking about defunding these these fucking predatory police departments to pick a fucking cop as your running mate out of all the options that you had like it, it's so tone well, deaf know, but I so mean, on brand it it is but it, you know they know
2: those people out in the streets were never going to vote for Joe Biden you know the, if anything yeah. um you know uh, what, what's what's the um It's a woman's name who, Simone Sanders, right? She's going to tell Biden, those are Bernie's people. Don't appeal to them. Don't even consider somebody as a VP nom who's anywhere remotely on the left. I mean, it's not even like the pool of people was going to include anyone that was going to be remotely on the left. I mean, Warren, Warren is far right to me, honestly. Yeah. Right. And she
1: was never even a serious candidate, like for his VP spot. Like no. she, she, she's stupid enough to think she was, but you know, we anyone with a brain knew that he was just leading her along to get her to help him. Fucking instincts ever, Liz Warren. Like you could just like, it,
2: it, just think how like easy it would be to to fucking trick Elizabeth Warren. You know, like cheat at card games with her and she just like never <laughs> never figure out why you were always waiting, you know, and she's always like,
0: Oh, well, maybe next time
2: <laughs> you know. Just yeah, the no, worst the worst possible completely. instincts. But you know, well, like other- it, it, did you ever see that movie with Denzel Washington? Uh, late nineties movie, uh John Goodman's in it too, where it's like there is like a serial killer, but it's like jumping from body to body. Right, and he can't figure out like why the the same murders keep happening, even though he's caught the killer, because it's like not a, the bone collector, right? No, no, um, but it's like this this demon is like you know occupying oh, different people's bodies, well. um, but I, it's it's almost like I feel like you know Kamala Harris, like Hil- Hillary Clinton, just sort of like uh, has has possessed her. <laughs> in a in a political (laughs) sense where it's like you know really it's just we like well if i can't be president i'll just you know invade the soul of somebody who's going to be the vice president (laughs) and sort of (laughs) just you know piggyback her consciousness into whatever and and not to you know take away the agency of either one of them i mean you know even though we hate them like i don't you know won't deny that uh you know, their experiences as women are, are obviously valid. It's just that their experiences as women has been to uh viciously punish poor people, uh among yeah. them women, <laughs> among them uh the men who are fathers of young women. So, you know, when we talk about uh solidarity, when we talk about uh agency, you know, the idea is that you're helping out your fellow comrades, right? And yeah. those two particular women have not done that. So this, this idea, I mean, you, you ever, you know, like lean in that book, that whole fucking marketing pyramid scheme bullshit.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah,
2: And it's like, how can a f- lucky few women step on the backs of other women to get ahead and get rich? And it's like, that's what you think we should aspire to
1: as a society. Like, that's what you think feminism is? But but we're somehow sexist if we oppose, you know, stepping on people to get ahead just w- no. because it happens to be, you know, targeted to one specific gender.
2: Right, right. And then, you know, we talk about living wages, and the people that oppose living wages always want to talk about the gender pay gap. It's like, well, if you paid everybody, uh, you know, 15 bucks an hour, there would be no gender wage gap. And they're like, no, 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 no. We want uh, a. <laughs> they still like. We want women CEOs to make the exact same fifty million dollars as male CEOs. I mean, they probably make way more than that, but like, like that's. Yeah. Fuck that! I don't give a fuck about how much some woman CEO makes.
1: Fuck her. And then we're like, we don't want there to be CEOs, and then they run away screaming in, in terror from right. us. Right. Um, Yeah. By the way, the movie was called Fallen. Uh, I have not seen it, but uh, I I might check it out because I I love me some '90s Denzel, and I like uh, horror movies. Denzel can just
2: walk into a room and just act as in fucking circles around everyone else there, and just like effortless, fucking amazing. And then people, I saw him uh, on like take like it, and Sam Jackson too. Like he's in so many things that you forget how good he is, but he can just Mm -hmm. like everything. He he's always going to do something in a role that is unique enough that you are like, I've never seen him do that before. <laughs> He's just yeah. always good and everything.
1: Um, well, I saw Denzel uh, when I was in high school. We, like with our Italian class, we went to, uh, he was doing uh, Julius Caesar on Broadway. So we saw him, he was Brutus in Julius Caesar, but it was like, oh, wow, it was like, it was like Romeo and Juliet style, like the movie style, like where it's like, like Gangland Chicago, like as the backdrop, sure. but with the dialogue of so, what was this know, bef- not as, <laughs> before or after Hamilton came out. Before, no, this was this is before. It. So I was in high school a long fucking time ago, man. <laughs> so I, not, I missed that. that I missed that part of your statement. Yeah. Um, um, but but he was he was fucking tremendous. Like it's, it's he's just such a good fucking actor. Um,
2: but yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I just watched. What's
1: the shit? Forgot this. Uh, Inside Man, the Oh, so good. Right. The, I, I love any bank heist movie, but like that he's so good in that. And, well, but know.
2: it's it's I love it cuz it's not a bank heist movie. It's Once like you a, get yeah, to the Yeah, it's like end, a dialogue. It's, you know? it's like a deception bank heist. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you you watch it and you're like Spike Lee made this? Spike Lee made a fucking taut psychological bank heist thriller. Mm-hmm of a movie like there's you know I was I was just very I mean by the time you've made so many movies you can probably hire any production It's not or a anything. typical
1: Spike Lee movie though at yeah. all. But
2: yeah. There's a little elements to it. There's um there's like his signature uh the like the tracking shot he'll do with with somebody on like a like they're on like a board with the camera and they're moving together. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're, they're not yeah. like bouncing up and down as they walk they're just sort of floating along with the camera like he's got that shot in that movie so you you little little trademark little uh easter egg there
1: oh no his directorial style for sure just like content wise but he's you know he's he's really like diversified the types of movies he can make um but yeah so and you know real quick just some of the other candidates that they were talking about as finalists you know and obviously liz warren was never actually a finalist but he talked to me obviously stacy abrams he made you know, go on TV and twist in the wind for him. Uh, he Uh Even brought her on with him. That just, just uh, that might oh, be my favorite political moment God. of 2020. <laughs> just, just the, the brutality.
2: The moment, yeah, where she literally realizes it's not her <laughs> live on or camera. that that's
1: not why he brought her on the air for is just I, not to but, name her the VP. Like
2: it, the, I, I, I mean, I we talked about it on the show before. I like wrote out. The range of expressions she displayed in order was so good. I gotta go back and watch that. I just, I need it. I need it like the cathartic release of seeing her chicken soup for the soul being crushed.
1: (laughs) Chicken soup for the left. All of her Is, is that video
2: stabbing people in the back and turning away from progressive policy to then come back and just fucking. You realize it was all for nothing. It's such a beautiful moment. It was. It was. Um, yeah. And, and she, I mean, it, as much as I can't stand Kamala,
1: at least he didn't nominate Susan Rice. Like, oh, that would have been the worst pick imaginable for multiple reasons. I mean, number one, first of all, you, we think, you know, Kamala Harris is a charisma vacuum. Susan Rice is, uh, you know, as a public speaker, is magnitudes, uh, orders of magnitude less charismatic than Kamala Harris, which is really saying something. Um, But on top of that, she has no elected, as far as I know, elected experience. She was appointed, you know, uh, under the Obama administration. Uh, She is, uh, you know, intricately tied with Benghazi, not, you know, not like to the right wing. She's intricately tied with Benghazi. So that would immediately just be the narrative for the next three months is fucking Benghazi gate all over again. Uh, she's terrible. She's you know she's just very right wing. She's you know provide, pre- presided over a lot of the uh, horrible expansion of the military industrial complex that we saw under Obama. So yeah, she definitely would have been a worse choice. But he picked the second worst. You know, the second worst of of all of his choices. Yeah. Um, I mean, Karen Bass was like not a terrible. Like she was bad, but like she wasn't as bad like they 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 really got rid of her because she had like said nice things about leftists before which just really shows you the way that they're going to be governing going forward like the the like when she was talked about as a finalist there was oppo where she's like oh well she said something nice in a eulogy about the the leader of the communist party it's like oh wow yeah no we can't have her leading the the you know allegedly left-wing party in the united states um yeah again like why are you pretending
2: that you're opposed to Republicans. If you're bashing communists, like what, where do you you think the left is right now? Like, where do you think young voters are right now? And when you want to discount young voters, what election are you trying to win? Because it's not this one. It's not the election against Trump. You're going to win. Um, there was also uh, Gretchen Whitmer, Governor of Michigan, uh, flew out. Oh yeah, about flew that. out to Delaware <laughs> just like a couple days ago. So like clearly, if she's meeting in person with Biden just a couple days ago, like this was, this wasn't decided a while ago. This was like they really did just decide this just recently. So yeah, uh, and Whitmer is, I would say a would have been a much better choice than Kamala Harris, but, you know, Whitmer's you know, she's, she's a young governor, um, uh, has a very thick Michigan regional accent, which regional accents don't do that well
1: <laughs> on national no.
2: television. Right.
1: Um, although it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have hurt him to pick somebody from Michigan, the state that oh, he needs to win. No, you know? not at all. Not at all. But,
2: uh, you know, she, she's all like her family's like blue cross Blue Shield City, so of course she yeah. uh, would never support Medicare for all. Um, although she did, in fairness, when she was a uh, state senator, I believe, uh, pushed aggressively to get an extension of the ACA passed in Michigan to basically have single payer for anyone who was uh, had no income whatsoever, right? Mm. But then as soon as you get a job, you lose that. <laughs> so it's kind of like,
1: all right, well, what's, what's the point, right? Um, but yeah. And that, and when that's the other thing that makes me nuts is like, what, what block of voters that he didn't already have in his back pocket is Kamala Harris as a VP pick winning for him? Like the right wing can't stand her. I think she's some like far left Marxist, which is fucking hilarious. Or I'm sorry, the right. The right can't think she's some far left, yeah, you know, far left Marxist, and the left fucking hate her because they know her record and they know who she is they right. know she's a fucking right wing cop ghoul. So like, what, and, but- what, and she's from California, so it's not a state that he was going to lose at all. It's like, what, what are you fucking doing, bro? Like, what is your, what is the strategy behind that pick? None.
2: I don't understand. None. It was just who can. Who can do the job after? Who's the closest to me he in fucking ideology? Collapses, you know, which he's already been collapsing um, with his mental faculties. But uh, yeah, like he already, would he fucking blew it out of the water in North Carolina, right? So like he's already got the southern older black vote. South Carolina, yeah. South Carolina, sorry, right? And it's it's like, does he think that he's gonna get young black people to vote? With Kamala Harris, because uh, that's
1: not they know her from her Breakfast happen. Club appearances. Like they know, they know who she fucking is, right? Like- oh, they know her
2: from her summer playlists, right? <laughs> that she clearly didn't <laughs> pick herself. Yeah, she clearly fucking focus grouped.
1: Right, they know she's a cop. Like you know, remember that that fucking CNN video where they were interviewing like young black voters, and they're like, "Oh no, she's police. Like we don't fuck with her." Right, (laughs) Uh, right. Yeah, they, they, you know, everyone knows who fucking Kamala Harris is. Like it's not. This is not. They're not pulling the wool over anyone's eyes with this pick. But, but you know what? This is this is the bubble they live in. Is they don't even think about things like this. They're like, "Oh, this will be great PR for us." Like this. Like the people on cable news and the people at the New York Times and the Washington Post etc., cetera, etc., cetera, will write glowingly about this pick and how it's you know, a, a savvy political move and all this shit. And that's the only people that they think matter, and that's the way they think that everyone thinks. Of course. Like that's, that's their fucking- All of America you know, loves thing,
2: Hamilton, you know. right? So <laughs> right. clearly, all of America will love Kamala Harris. Like, yeah. yeah. What, what if Hillary Clinton, but blacker, but only slightly-
1: yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know. I don't I don't know about that. Does come does Kamala just, Harris carry just, hot sauce in her purse? Just do we, just, do, just, do a we smidgen, ask
2: just a smidgen? Oh god. Yeah. Um, I, I mean yeah, I, I didn't do a lot of prep for this episode and I, I usually do, uh, but I feel like in the future, like I'm, we're gonna pull out all the stops as far as you know, getting into actually vetting <laughs> this this <laughs> vice presidential candidate. Um because there's so much more. I mean, we we've kind of you know hit the t- we
1: scratched the surface of of her tip of the iceberg, but-
2: right? Yeah, and you know, obviously it's it's you know, it's Biden. <laughs> Biden is, I would say, vastly worse than Kamala Harris, just oh, just on sure. on record, right? But like the two of them together are, you know, I mean, I. If it was Judge or Beto, I'd be like, okay, like I hate them, but like at least their record isn't
1: is uh, not existent <laughs> yeah. you know
2: like it's it's a mixed bag of you know like,
1: eh, yeah whatever but like it's just Beto's just a fucking dunce so you'd probably just be getting whatever whoever he's like is actually running his campaign would be governing and it would just be oh like, yeah absolutely he'd be the airhead he's, they send out on TV
2: whatever they tell him to be and then when it doesn't work he just gets that like Adderall withdrawal staring into the abyss look on just him just says or... fuck
1: a lot and <laughs> skateboards around and <laughs> right stands on things but right. I just, like that would have been a funny know. that would have been a funny VP pick like I would have enjoyed that just for the the, the comedy that it would bring us like <laughs> right. you know like, this poor like, dog
2: <laughs> this poor fucking dog was like the the most uh, accurate political reporting I've ever seen was the look of that dog's face on on fucking Vanity <laughs> magazine or whatever the dog's just Vanity like Fair. oh if only you knew. <laughs> What I know, <laughs> and I'm just a dumb
1: Labrador. Yeah. No, I, I love
2: labs, but they are kind of dumb.
1: Sure, dogs are dumb. Do- I love dogs, but they're dumb, like they're not, you know, they're, they're, <laughs>
2: as far as animals. Okay, so there's smart dogs and there's dumb dogs, right? Bor- sure. Border collie is one of the most intelligent species of dog, and labs are lovable, but one of the dumbest, right? So, yeah, if you ever go on and get a. M- oh, we haven't
1: talked about poor Bailey. <laughs> wonder, what, wonder what Liz did with poor Bailey. That, that, oh, that thing's fucking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just take him out back and t- tell him to look at the flowers. Check,
1: check behind some of the dumpsters in, uh, yeah. in, in Lowell, Mass. Right now.
2: <laughs> you know, and we joke about it, but it's like, what did Le- Lena Dunham do with her dog? She, oh, like, God. abused yeah. it and then took it back to the fucking vet. And claimed that yeah. it was like the 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 shelter had to the shelter given and, her like, a bad dog, and, yeah. and like the the fucking shelter put out a public statement saying, uh, no, the dog wasn't like that when she took it from us. It came back that way. So clearly, she fucked this dog up and abused it and injured it. So yeah,
1: Pe- yeah, yeah. <laughs> people- Hopefully, she never gets a fucking dog again.
2: <laughs> I just assume that everyone that lusts for power like is an animal abuser because. You know, mm-hmm. they they take out all of their rage and frustration on like the weakest thing around them, which you know, for Amy Klobuchar, that's you know throwing a stapler at her staff, uh, you know, for Liz Warren, that's you know beating up her golden retriever, whatever, <laughs>
1: forcing her dog to eat a fucking floor burrito, <laughs> she, off of her fucking she's carpet, trying to make like a live video. She's like,
2: hey, honey, you want a beer? No. Okay. Hey. Bailey do you want to you want a treat and dogs like no it's like the only time a dog's never <laughs> a treat. like I know, know there's a catch to this I know okay. I'm gonna get hit
1: oh poor Bailey we gotta rescue Bailey we gotta, we gotta make a mission to rescue Bailey yeah. and we and we of course know that Pete Buttigieg murders small animals in his backyard and has since he's been you know seven years old like that's a given yeah if there, like like I would bet like actual money out of my paycheck that he has abused an animal at some point in his life. I just and look like.
2: at Pete Buttigieg and I think of the governor from Walking Dead where he's like the nicest all shucks every you know gentleman handsome and then he goes back to his room and like stares at the heads in the jars of the people he's killed. <laughs> like that's what the fucking feeling I get from Pete Buttigieg.
1: Yeah. But instead of instead of zombies it's a bunch of fucking Iraqis heads that he took back from his time consulting right, in the CIA. right
2: they didn't kill himself either that like he just you know like no he other, just found like yeah right like he kept track of uh, every time he had to drive a car out, outside the green zone uh, and and acted as those those were actual missions even though like the government doesn't even track how many times he, he, mm-hmm. he drove a car but he kept track of it which is something nobody would do. Unless you like clearly had this like I'm gonna use this for my future political ambition and, oh, and major major Tracy it. Fleck
1: energy. Right.
2: Exactly. And and just complete like I'm only doing this so I can like look like I'm you know, hurrah America and really I'm just driving a car. <laughs> <It's> just like <laughs> driving a car in an occupied country is not a mission, you little fucking weasel.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, hey, all right. real, well, real quick, speaking
2: yeah. of weasels, uh, I, I, I did want to get that Ben Shapiro clip in here just for posterity. Do you have that you can pull up?
0: Here are some of the lyrics. You ready? Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effin. With some wet-ass p-word. P-word is female genitalia. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet-ass p-word. Give me everything you got for this wet-ass p-word. Beat it up, n-word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this p-word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This p-word is wet. Come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly It's significantly more vulgar, like a a lot more vulgar. Talk your S word, bite your lip, ask for a call while you ride that D word. You really ain't never going to F him for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots and your coat for this wet ass P word. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass P Right. So this is, guys, this, this is what feminists fought for. This is what the feminist movement was all about. It's not, uh, it, it's not really about, you know, women being treated as independent, full, rounded human beings. It's about wet-ass P-word. And if you say anything differently, it's because you're a misogynist, you see. Uh, it gets really, uh, really, 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 really vulgar. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Ben Shapiro for his wife.
2: reading the lyrics, or his amended lyrics to, uh, a, a very new song came out popular what have you um but the the fact that he's he's so uncomfortable with women rapping about sex and their own bodies uh and he's like just like radiating his discomfort like he can't he can't even see the word pussy he has to well, say Well he's never even seen a, a wet P-word. ass p word
1: in his life he's just
2: p word you know. and then he has to let us know that p word means Female genitalia, right? And he said, of course, it says female, not women, because he doesn't believe in saying the word woman because he hates women, right? And then he... Fucking, so the, this, he did this on his podcast or his show, whatever, and then he tweets out, uh, and I think he's trying to be funny here, but, like, the, the uh, once again, like, he owns himself. Uh, he tweeted, As I also discussed on my show... The, my only real concern is that women involved, who apparently require a bucket and a mop, get the medical care they require. My doctor wife's differential diagnosis: bacterial vaginosis, yeast infection, or uh, trichomosis. And somebody replied to him, "Ben, does your wife tell you she can't get wet because she doesn't have these medical issues?" <laughs>
1: the fucking body that <laughs> it it it's just it's 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 the same v- fucking vibe as like in the 40 year old virgin where he's like you know when you you grab a breast it feels like a bag of sand like that's the total fucking energy that he like it doesn't right feel there. like that at all what are you talking about
2: <laughs> sure it does of course it does oh
1: what a fucking cloud what an
2: absolute fucking clown. well i uh, thank you for pulling that clip up uh yeah i yeah, didn't have yeah. a it uh, set yet but uh I just, I fucking, I cannot stop laughing about that. Just the the fucking level of unawareness to to realize what he's actually saying or what people are going to interpret him saying. Uh, I love it. So yeah, Ben Shapiro, everybody, an endless source of fucking comedy.
1: Yep. Seriously. Oh shit. All right. Well, I think that about does it for us this week. Um, if you want to support the show, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com, slash, move left. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com, slash, move left. Uh, don't buy any merch from us, because apparently Teespring are uh, Nazi sympathizers, so we're I am in the I, I never have time, but I'm in the process of trying to figure out, like, a new merch setup and a new place where we can get merch from. Yeah. So don't buy any of the shit from don't, Teespring. Don't go to Teespring. They're, they're... Um, but that just to clarify, like they they put out a yeah tweet why they are
2: saying Teespring is not a fascist company. However, we've banned <laughs> all anti fascist <laughs> <that> merchandise, set... <laughs> which I didn't even know like anti had merchandise. But you know, it's like you... Well, you just
1: put out any of your own design. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some people just have like... print off
2: anything you want, right? So apparently, like there was probably some. Someone put up some design of like, you know, fuck the police or burn cop cars or whatever. And so so they said they're banning all Antifa related content. And then people put up a bunch of screenshots of like all the actual like racist and fascist and homophobic stuff that they're fine with. Apparently neo-Nazi things that they sell on their website. Yeah, literally their tweet was, well, we're not. We're not fascist, but we are anti-anti-fascist. <laughs>
1: so, like, I- imagine them. saying the phrase "We're not fascist, However, like, just imagine like starting a sentence that way and just not, Seriously. you know, blowing your brains out immediately. It's, it's <laughs> just it's like that that uh, idiom. It's like anytime
2: you say part of a sentence and then put in the word "but," and then say something else,
1: like the first part of the sentence is uh-huh. a lie. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so don't buy any of the shit from our, from our merch page. I'm going to eventually, if, if I ever get 10 seconds, right. create a new page. Boycott and... Move Left Idiots merch. <laughs> 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 That's how you can support the uh, show, man. America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't give Teespring any more money, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, facebook we have a facebook at facebook.com slash move left idiots uh i am on twitter at move underscore left
2: i'm on twitter at bike slutty and also again check out riot tumblr where i've been uploading lots of photos uh and video of the ongoing uprising
1: happening here yeah and we will uh see you next week
0: now.